This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Words cannot describe the honor that this is to me. I thank you so much, and I do not take this lightly. On behalf of me and my wife and our family, we just want to congratulate you on 40 years of ministry. But not just congratulate, thank you. Thank you for not giving up when, when things were going tough. Thank you for not quitting when people were saying horrible things about you. Thank you for pressing on when there was awful persecution. Because you didn't give up and you went the distance. All of us are where we are today. And we thank you. We love you so much. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you. <laughs> so I was, I was thought that when Pastor Jerome is up here, he, he always makes this joke of, He's so nervous. He sweats in places that he didn't know he had places. I feel you, so. <laughs> As you heard, I have a confession to make. I am a Rocky fan. I just love Rocky. <laughs> I loved all six movies. I still love the two follow-ups, the Creed movies, Creed and Creed 2. And, and, and all these movies are, have, have more or less the same plot. You know, it's about this, this commoner that started out by overcoming obstacles that he had uh, um, encountered in his career as a boxer and in his private life. And, and so what I, what I just love about every story is how he gets beaten up outside of the ring and inside. It's always the same, but, but I just love it. And then he gets up, he dusts himself off, and he, and, he, and he gets focused back again, and he gets back into winning ways. I just love that. The other night we were watching Creed 2, and I found myself here in the final fight. I was hitting Drago in the, in the, in the short trip with him. <laughs> it is just amazing. And there's even a website <laughs> with the sayings of Rocky. It's like the wisdom of Rocky. <laughs> he, he, just, just two of them. I, I think it was Rocky 2 verse 4. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Every champion was once a contender who refused to give up. Another one is, remember, your mind is your best muscle. Big arms can move rocks, but big words can move mountains. Can you believe it? It sounds just like a Christian. <laughs> Praise the Lord. The reason why these movies appeal to me and, and to so many other people, I believe, is that it speaks to something that we have in us. The stuff that is needed to go the distance in life. And that is why we're here this, morning, this afternoon. I want to encourage you to go the distance that God has called you to go. To go the distance. And I'm so thankful for mom and dad that went the distance. And, and are still going the distance. Hallelujah. You, you might not become a world champion at boxing or the number one golf player in the world. <laughs> but God 
has put you together in a certain way on purpose, with a purpose, in this specific place and time. You are more than a champion. You are more than a conqueror through Christ who loves you. Aren't you just excited and so grateful to be in a church like this, to be fed the Word of God like we've been fed last night? Apostle Theo just... just Oh, it was just so, so fulfilling, so satisfying to hear the word of God again. We are more than conquerors. And, and, and I felt so good because this is where we're going this morning. But the sad truth is that a lot of people quit. The majority of people quit. But, but there's no quitters in this place. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody say, I am not a quitter. Amen. People uh, quit because of a fear of failure, fear of being judged. They, they give others the power to decide. They get distracted by what somebody else is doing and what somebody else is saying about them. Uh, they are more interested in the outcome than in the process and so on. And they stay part of the majority. But the successful people is part of the minority that would not give up. I am not a giver upper. I know this is Prophet Ed's word, but I'm going to use this. I am not a giver upper. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? So the Bible contains many stories of people that didn't give up. Abraham had to wait 25 years for, for the fulfillment of God's promise in his life. David waited 15 years after he was anointed to become king, to be, become king of Judah, and another seven years to become the king of Israel. One of the best stories is the one of Joseph in Genesis. He was trapped in a pit. And, and I'm just thinking to myself, here he's down in the bottom of this pit. And he's thinking, but, but, but God, you gave me a dream. You gave me a dream and now I'm in the bottom of, of a pit. And later he was thrown into prison for something that he didn't do. And, and, and he thought, he must have thought to himself, this isn't right. I'm not supposed to be here. But, but Joseph stayed faithful. He held on to God through everything and the trials that he faced. Eventually, the dream of God came into fulfillment. And in one day, and in one day, he was elevated from prisoner to prime minister. Hallelujah. That is who God is. I'm going to talk about this just now. In the late 90s, we had a vision to, to have a ministry. And it was confirmed by, by some prophetic people. But it was real in my heart. God showed us a vision. A, a ministry that will serve different cultures. A, a ministry that will have an impact on the city of Emelachleni, but specifically also an impact on the government of the city of Emelachleni. It, it, it would be a ministry that would leave an inheritance for the next generation, that would start a momentum that would not stop. But for all this to happen, a building was needed to be built that would contain or, 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 or uh, that would be able to house 2,000 people at a time. And so things started out quickly. 
But all of a sudden, in 2007, everything came to a standstill. For eight years. For eight years, nothing happened. We just held on. We just held on to Jesus. We just held on to his word. Until 2015, when we were welcomed into this family. There, there were times that I questioned myself. There were times that I thought of giving up. There were times that I thought I, I missed the plot. I, I just missed it. I, 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 I don't know if I heard him correctly. And I, I just wanted to run away. There's, there's specific days I can remember. I was training on my mountain bike. And I thought to myself, I will just keep on pedaling and not stop. And just get away out of the situation. But God. Huh. Somebody say, but God. God had another idea because we just held on to his word. We just kept our focus fixed on the author and the finisher of our faith. And that dream would come into fulfillment and many would be saved, healed, delivered and set free. Because we kept our focus on the one that went the distance. The one, the someone that went the distance is Jesus. In Matthew 30, uh, 26, 36, we, found, we find Jesus at the most critical moment of his earthly ministry. In the garden of Gethsemane. It's, it's the place of pressing. A Thursday night before the Friday, he would be crucified. And in Matthew it's not up there. Uh, Matthew 26, he says, Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to, to his disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. Sit here while I go and pray over there. The here to there is the distance that God has called you to go. It is the distance to light. It is the distance from death to life. It is the distance from condemnation to salvation. And he prays to his father and he says, oh my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. What he said in that moment was that, Father, as a man, I'd rather not face what is coming. But because I am called to something bigger than myself, I'll do it because it is your will. I'll do it because it is your will. And I believe that all of us were created and called by God with a purpose in mind that is bigger than ourselves. That is bigger. Yes, even you. Even you sitting there and thinking, but I can't build a church of this, of this magnitude or whatever it is. There is something that God has called you to move from here to there. And you've got to get up, dust yourself off, and start moving. You see, because He has something bigger in mind than ourselves for the kingdom's cause. He has placed everything in us, in Christ Jesus, that we need to go the distance. Philippians 1.6, this, this is the evidence. Being confident of this very thing, that he who begun a good work in you will complete it in the day of Jesus Christ. He will do it. You just get up and follow him. You just, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. 
He has placed it in you. Christ in you is everything you need as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue. Praise Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. From Him to Him and through Him are all things. Hallelujah. So when it comes to that time where things aren't going as you thought it would, when, 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 when you have to make those tough decisions, when the temptation come knocking at your door to give up, yes, yes, you're a giver upper. No, 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 no. I want to encourage you to keep on going, to keep on going, to keep on. You were created and called and empowered by Jesus to go the distance. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I am not a giver up. I, I just want to share quick five fighting tips with you. It's kingdom principles and I can preach a series on, on, on each of them, but I believe that this is going to help you to go the distance, to go from here to there, to go from here to there. And where there becomes here to go from here to there. Hallelujah. The first fighting tip is embrace the journey. Nobody has ever won a fight without getting into the ring. You see, many of us think that the desire of the Lord is us being fulfilled. But if that was the case, He could have taken us away on the day that we were saved and just... <laughs> in His likeness, in His glory, in a moment. But you see, the ultimate goal of the Lord for us is that He be glorified in our process. That He be glorified in our process. You see, we tend to think in terms of outcome, but the Lord thinks in terms of the journey. You know, for many times, we, after we, we received this vision to build this, 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 this church, you know, I was so afraid of this vision. That's how I knew it was from the Lord. But I thought, you know, if, if, if a rich guy would just come and give us several million Rand and, and we can, he can just build it for us and we can have church. But that would have been so wrong because the process has taught us something. The process has formed us. The process has transformed us to the glory of God. Hallelujah. There's the story about this little boy who... who who saw a cocoon and a butterfly trying to get out. And he, he slitted the, the cocoon open to help the butterfly come out. And it died soon afterwards. Because through the struggle, the fluids of this butterfly is pressed into the wings so that it can open and the butterfly can fly. The process is needed. The process is needed. So the first one is embrace the journey. The second fighting tip I want to give you is stay Undercover. I'm so glad <laughs> I'm undercover. The Bible says in James 4 verse 7, this is not in the King James Version, King James. But <laughs> it's in the New King James. <laughs> Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. This is our first priority to submit to God. But this also implies 
Hebrews 13 verse 17 that says, Obey those who have the rule over you and be submissive for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief for that would be unprofitable to you. And I tell you something, in 2015, when we came under the covering of, of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev, when they became dad and mom, our lives and our ministry changed radically. Our intimacy deepened with the Lord Jesus Christ. Signs and wonders and miracles started, started to take place in church and on the streets. Things were changing. Things were happening. Our building project started from that moment on and hasn't stopped as yet. The church started growing. And, and, and just one thing that I want to say, when we, when, when, when we came under the cover of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev, we were connected with, with beautiful people. People that spoke into our lives. And I just want to thank each and every one of you. You know who you are. Who helped us. Who, 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 who invested in, into our lives. I'm just, so, I'm just so grateful. In the encounter with the Roman centurion in, in Matthew 8. Jesus says something about this guy who understood to be in authority. Also to be under authority. Jesus called it great faith. The one thing that pleases God and he rewards of is faith. And he says to understand submission and to be in authority is great faith. We have an umbrella, a solid umbrella. And an umbrella, the purpose of an umbrella is not to take away the storms, but to keep you dry. And we have wonderful, a wonderful umbrella, not a holy umbrella. I'm joking. One with holes in it, but a holy one. <laughs> and, I, and I have experienced it so many times in my life. When the storms came, I had a, I had a solid, solid covering over me. And, and I was fed with the word, and I'm still being fed with the word of God. Established in the word of truth. And I'm so grateful. Third fighting tip is fix your eyes. We started out with the song, The Eye of the Tiger. The eye of the tiger is the focused eye. It's the one that, that focuses on Jesus. I, I was playing golf the other day, Pastor Johnny. It doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> I read an article that there's, there's, there's eight places on that little golf ball that you can focus that will reproduce a different kind of shot every time. It's a little bit technical, just for us pros. <laughs> just joking. Just <laughs> you see, and, and the principle is what we focus on, we reproduce. What we stare at grows. When Peter looked at the waves, the waves grew, the waves grew and he got overwhelmed by it. When I, looked at the, when I look at the waves, when I look at contrary, contradictory opinions... When I look at what other people are doing, when I listen to what other people are saying, I'm setting myself up for weak faith. I want to say something. You will never, you will never be defeated by what they say about you. You will only be defeated by what you say about you. 
So watch what you say. When God spoke to Abraham in the beginning, Genesis 15 verse 5, we, we don't know what it sounded like. We just know, the Bible says, he looked up at the sky and he knew that God's promise was bigger than the sky. And, and he beheld it and he considered it and it shaped his life so much that he became known as the father of faith. He's beholding, he's beholding, his breakthrough in beholding should become our breakthrough in beholding. But we all, to 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. And there's the process. The process is from glory to glory. Can we go through it again? First one is, embrace the journey. Second one is, stay undercover. Third one is, fix your focus, eye of the tiger. The fourth one is, keep on giving. Keep on giving. <laughs> you know, it, it's not what you have, it's what you do with what you have that makes the difference. We've, we've quickly learned, we've quickly learned through the word and the application of the word that was taught us that with every problem, there's already a provision provided. So when problems come, we get excited because the provision is already there. And the provision is there because we learned the principle of tithing and of giving. Every time there's, an, there's a challenge, we just give ourselves out of that challenge. We just give because the Bible says, if you give, <laughs> mom, <laughs> in Luke 6, 37, 38, give and it shall be given to you. A good measure. Press down. Shaken together. Running over shall be given into your bosom. Hallelujah. Can I just, can I just say this? Our, our building is valued at this moment in time at just a little bit over 60 million rand. Just over 60 million rand. And guess how much debt we have. <laughs> Hallelujah. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Oh, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to leave it for. But there's another part of giving that I want to share with you. It's forgiving. I know we talk a lot about that, but it's so important. It's, there's, there's, there's just the scripture that I wish wasn't in the Bible, as, as Pastor Le, uh, uh, Jerome said. And when you pray, make sure you forgive the faults of others so that your Father in heaven will also forgive you. But if you will withhold forgiveness from others, your Father withholds forgiveness from you. You see, unforgiveness leads to bitterness, which is a deadly misuse of energy. The other day, I was thinking about this thing. And... Every time dad preaches, he speaks about forgiveness. And then I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, it was specifically Pastor Allen's celebration earlier this year. And I'm thinking, did I forgive that guy? 
And then I go and pray again. I said, Father, I forgive him in the name of Jesus. I set him free and pray for him. Pray for everybody around him. Pray for his children. Pray, 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 pray. And then I go inspired by that and preach about forgiveness in our church. And I'm thinking while I'm preaching, have you forgiven that guy? No, it's the same guy. And I'm like, yeah. Let, let me just make sure. Now, I'm playing golf the other day. Holy Spirit meets with me on the golf course. And so I, I sense that he says, I want you to phone this guy, ask for forgiveness. And I, I don't like to argue with the Lord because he's always right. But I, I, I said, are you sure that, that you shouldn't say this to him? So, so I was fighting with this thing. I went home. Evening, we sat, sat down for dinner. And, and I said to, to Mariette, this is what's happening on the inside of me. She said, just call him. And I'm like, who's that? I don't know how I should stand, but I'm a good like this. And so, so I called the, the, the next morning, and, and, and he didn't pick up. And I sent a WhatsApp. Thank God for WhatsApp. It's just a beautiful thing. And the moment the WhatsApp went through, he called me. He was ecstatic. He says, Pastor Warren, thank you. Thank you. The moment I, st I started typing that WhatsApp, please forgive me for what I've done and said about you. I knew I was guilty. He doesn't make a mistake. And, and he called me back. He says, please forgive me for everything that I've done. And, and we had a good conversation. And afterwards, afterwards, there was such a deepening in my intimacy. I, I read the word and it was like new. I want to encourage you. Don't hold on to, don't hold on to bitterness. Don't hold on to bitterness. The, the fifth one is abide. John 15 verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. It is in the presence of God where everything is put into the right perspective and I can see His provision for me to press on. So therefore, be persistent in pressing into His presence and be positioned to persevere through the promises into your purpose and into His plan for your life. As weak as you are, as tired as you are, with all the challenges that you are facing, what you need to know this morning is that you make a difference. You need to get up and go the distance. God has called you and He's anointed you to make a difference. The, and you are the only one that can make that difference. So get up and do it. The, the, there is something that they will lose if you are not there. There is something that they will miss if you are not there. You do make a difference. Keep on going for the kingdom's cause. Keep going. People's salvation depend on you. Not giving up. And you have everything in you and on you because of Christ Jesus in you. Hallelujah. Can, can you stand? I've got one minute. Say this with me. In Christ... I am not a giver-upper. I am a giver and a forgiver. I am fixated on Jesus. I have an umbrella. I am more than a champion. And I am determined to go the distance. 
for the cause of the kingdom. Praise Jesus in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Music.